How much does that bicycle weigh? It's got to be one of the most common questions that anyone doing a bicycle tour gets asked. How much does your bicycle weigh? Or how much should your bicycle weigh? That's what we're going to talk about today. I'm Darren Alf from BicycleTouringPro.com, and I've been bicycle touring around the world for the last 17 years, almost 18 years now. And I've done bike tours in about 70 different countries. I've done short bike tours and long bike tours, mountainous bike tours and road-based bike tours and bike tours in foreign countries. And the truth is, the weight of my bicycle at least, and I know the weight of every person who's ever done a bike tour, is constantly changing. There's, there's no one weight that is acceptable necessarily for a touring bicycle. Now, the vast majority of touring bicycles weigh somewhere between 26 and 33 pounds. That's about 12 to 15 kilograms. And what I mean by that weight is that's the weight of the bicycle plus the fenders, the front and rear racks, and the water bottle cages. But that does not include all of the other stuff, camping gear, toiletries, clothing, food, water, etc., Okay, so most touring bicycles weigh somewhere in the range of 26 to 33 pounds or 12 to 15 kilograms when they are unloaded. Unloaded means it's a bicycle without all that extra gear on it. The panniers, the trailer, the food, the water, clothing, all that kind of stuff. Once you add all of those things on, that's what's referred to as a loaded touring bicycle. So the weight I just gave you, 26 to 33 pounds, 12 to 15 kilograms, that's for an unloaded touring bicycle. And even with unloaded touring bicycles, there can be some pretty big variations in weight among the different types of touring bikes. And that's something to keep in mind when you're thinking about weight is that not all touring bicycles are alike. It's important to understand that there are heavy touring bicycles built for local commuting. There are light touring bicycles built for sport touring and going really fast. There are touring bicycles built for short weekend style getaways. There are touring bikes made to take you and your gear long distances on paved surfaces. And there are touring bikes that will take you down bumpy gravel roads or narrow single track trails. So because there are obviously so many different types of touring bicycles, the weight of those bicycles can vary quite a bit. Now, the question we're trying to ask today is how much should your bicycle weigh? And the first thing that I thought I would do to kind of answer that question is to weigh three of my touring bicycles that I just happen to have with me at the moment. So I weighed a Fuji touring bicycle. This is a kind of a starter bike. It costs about $1,200 brand new. Um, Not the greatest bike in the whole world, but it's definitely a good starter bike and it's very popular because of its price range. It's good for road-based bike tours, essentially. And this particular touring bicycle, unloaded, so just the racks, fenders, water bottles, and the bike itself, weighed 31.8 pounds, or approximately 14.4 kilograms. Now, compare that bicycle, the Fuji touring bicycle, to my Comotion Cycles Pangea touring bicycle. 
This is a bicycle that is a little bit more heavy-duty than the Fuji Touring. The Pangea is a bicycle that is built to essentially go anywhere in the world. It, it's equipped with 26-inch wheels, like you would find on a mountain bike. And the frame is definitely a bit thicker. Um, and on my particular bike, I have the bike equipped with SNS couplers, which adds some weight to the overall bike. But SNS couplers allow you to split the bike in half so that you can travel with the bike on airplanes and buses and uh, trains and stuff like that and not have to pay extra for your bicycle because the bike kind of folds up and fits inside of a suitcase. So those SNS couplers, they add a little bit of weight, but overall, the the weight of the two bicycles is fairly similar. My Comotion Pangea weighs 33.2 pounds or approximately 15.1 kilograms. So it's about, I don't know, a pound and a half heavier than the Fuji Touring Bicycle. Then I weighed my Comotion Cycle Siskiyou Touring Bicycle. And this bicycle is very unique because it is equipped, instead of with a regular chain and derailleur like you find on most touring bicycles, and in fact most bicycles in the world, uh, this bicycle has a pinion gearbox and a Gates carbon drive system built into the bottom of the, the bicycle. So there is no metal chain, there are no derailleurs that allow you to shift gears. Instead, all of the gearing is built inside this metal box that is built into the bottom bracket of the bicycle. Now, I'm not going to talk about the advantages or disadvantages of this pinion gearbox, but I will say that one of the disadvantages is the extra weight. It weighs quite a bit extra. And as you'll see here, the total weight of my Comotion Siskiyou Touring Bicycle is 37.2 pounds or approximately 16.8 or 0.9 kilograms. So the Comotion Siskiyou with the pinion gearbox weighs 37.2 pounds, whereas the Fuji Touring Bicycle that I weighed initially was only 31.8 pounds. So you can see there's quite a big difference between those two bicycles especially. The Pangeas sitting somewhere in the middle. So those are some examples of the weights of my touring bicycles that I happen to own. The question now is how much should a loaded touring bicycle weigh? Remember a loaded touring bicycle is a bicycle that is equipped with fenders, racks, water bottle, cages, as well as a set of panniers, camping gear, clothing, food, water, toiletries, personal items, etc. Right? So a loaded touring bicycle is far heavier than a bike fitted only with racks, fenders, and water bottle cages. So once you add camping equipment, food, clothing, water, toiletries, and other personal items, your loaded touring bicycle might weigh 30 to 60 pounds or 13 to 27 kilograms more than it did previously. And this means that a fully loaded touring bicycle can weigh as much as 60 to 100 pounds, that's 27 to 45 kilograms or more. And I say or more because it is, in fact, quite common to see people out on the road who are carrying more than 100 pounds worth of gear on their bicycle. Oftentimes, the people that are carrying 
large amounts of gear on their bike or doing it because they're on some special sort of mission. Like for me, for example, when I'm bicycle touring now, I'm carrying five different cameras, two external hard drives, a computer, a drone, and all this stuff that I use to document my trips and share them on BicycleTourningPro.com. Now, not everyone going on a bike tour is going to need to carry all that equipment, you know, tripod and cameras and drone and all that stuff. So obviously all that stuff adds a lot of extra weight. And if I weren't carrying all of that, I would be obviously packing a whole lot lighter. But other people in the past that I have run across on the road, they've been traveling with a dog perhaps. So there's extra weight because of the dog, the dog food, the extra water that you have to carry for the dog. Um, I've met people carrying pack rafts, which are like inflatable rafts so that they can, uh, when they get to a lake or a river, they can blow up this raft, throw their bicycle in the raft with them and paddle down the river or the lake or whatever. So there are special circumstances like that that aren't necessarily wrong. Like there's nothing wrong with traveling with your dog or with a pack raft or with a drone or a skateboard or whatever else you might want to bring with you. Um, you just have to know in advance that like you are going to be carrying more weight than the typical bicycle tourist. And because of that, you're probably going to be going a bit slower each and every day. And you probably won't be covering the distances that someone who is packed much lighter would be able to travel. And that's basically the rule when it comes to how much should your touring bicycle weigh. The rule is that there is no rule as to how much your bike should weigh. Like obviously some bikes are going to break if you put too much weight on them. Um, but that 100 pound barrier or 45 kilograms is basically what I would suggest to be the high end of where you want to be. You don't want to go much higher than that um, because once you do go higher than that, the likelihood of your bicycle braking, the spokes on your wheels braking, the rims on your wheels braking, even the frame of your bicycle could break if you get much heavier than that. Also, it's obvious to state, but the lighter your bicycle, the easier it's going to be for you to ride your bike and the further that you're going to be able to cycle on any given day. So in other words, a lighter touring bicycle equals a faster touring bicycle and a bicycle that's easier to pedal. So how do you find out the weight of your touring bicycle? If you have a scale at home, that's probably the easiest way to find the weight of your loaded touring bicycle. What I usually do is I step on the scale myself wearing, you know, my normal clothes or whatever, it doesn't matter. And I take down the weight of just my body, not my bicycle, none of my belongings, nothing, just my body and the clothes that I happen to be wearing. So I write that number down. And like for me, I weigh 165 pounds. So I'd write that down, right? Then this is the hard part, especially if your bicycle is really heavy. Then you want to grab your loaded touring bicycle. Um, you want to pack it in just the same way that you're going to pack it once you get out on the road. So food, water, clothing, toiletries, all that stuff. Make sure it's on there. And now grab your bike and step onto the scale again. And this time, lift the touring bicycle up in the air so that both wheels are up off the ground. And the full weight of both you and your bicycle is now on the scale. You're probably going to see a really big number on the scale. For me, when I did this as an example, uh, 
both my bicycle and myself, that total weight was 245 pounds. So again, I write that down and then I refer back to my weight, just my solo weight. So I take the me and my bicycle weight, which was 245 pounds. I subtract the weight of my body, which was 165 pounds. And that will tell me the total weight of my loaded touring bicycle, which in this case for me was 80 pounds. So that's the way you find out the weight of your touring bicycle. You generally want to do this at home before you begin your bike tour. So you have a general idea of how much the bike weighs. And if it's over 100 pounds, you may want to definitely think about doing some things to reduce the, the weight of your bike. Even 80 pounds could be a lot depending on the type of bike tour that you're doing. Again, I want to remind you that like there are different types of touring bikes, so that adds you know some weight there. There are different types of bicycle tours. If you're going on a two-day bike tour, your bike should be quite a bit less heavy than someone who's going on a bike tour around the world because that person going on the bike tour around the world might have winter clothing with them or uh, toiletries that they wouldn't necessarily carry on a short bike tour. So yeah, just keep in mind that the type of bike tour that you're doing very much determines the overall weight of your bike. And bike packing, which is like a different way of of bicycle touring is now becoming really popular for people who like to do off-road riding and bikepacking especially people go to extremes to make sure that their bicycles are extremely light so oftentimes they aren't carrying a camp stove or some of the other luxuries that you might see somebody else traveling with with a set of panniers or a trailer so yeah weight varies quite a bit but uh, here are some things that you can do to reduce the weight of your touring bicycle. The biggest thing that you can do to reduce the overall weight of your touring bicycle is to figure out which items you actually need to bring on your bike tour and which items you don't. Uh, so many people, especially beginners who are new to bicycle touring, they think that they need all these things that in reality, they don't actually need. For example, on my first bicycle tour, I brought a small little like igloo ice chest, like a, a collapsible one uh, with me on the back of my bicycle because I was like, well, what if I get cheese? I need the cheese to be cold, so I need a little igloo to store it in. But the reality is I didn't need the igloo and I've never needed the igloo for any of my bike tours anywhere in the world. So that's like one of those things that I thought I needed and I carried with me for a thousand miles and in the end, I never needed it. So you wanna get rid of those sorts of things. The problem is, if you're just sitting at home, you're totally new to bicycle touring, you don't necessarily know which items you need to bring until you're out there on the road. And that's why I always suggest that people who are getting ready for a longer bicycle tour or who are new to bicycle touring, I suggest that they conduct a short two-day or three-day bike tour near where they live. So what you want to do is pack up your bicycle just like you might on a much longer bicycle tour and ride it 20, 30, 40 miles maybe to a nearby campground. That's what I 
generally suggest. So write, you know, map in advance where, find a nearby campground somewhere near where you live. Uh, even if you have a friend that's 20, 30 miles away and you can ride to their house and stay there and then come back home the following day, that's great. But I, I think it's better to go to a campground, especially if you're planning to camp on your bicycle tour. So load up your bike, ride 30, 40 miles or whatever to a campground, set up your tent, cook some food, and then the following day, wake up in the morning, pack up your bike again, and ride back home. And if you do that once, twice, maybe even three times before you leave on a longer bicycle tour, I think you'll be surprised at how quickly you realize which items you're carrying on your bicycle that you use all the time and which items you're carrying on your bicycle that you never use or very, very infrequently use and could potentially get rid of. So that's like my biggest tip for, for reducing the overall weight of your bike is to conduct some mini bike tours first before you go on a longer bike tour and to very carefully think about which items you need to bring with you and which items you don't. My second big suggestion for reducing the weight of your touring bicycle is that you look at the gear that you're carrying with you and try to figure out ways to use certain items for more than just one thing or to eliminate parts of the items that you're carrying with you that you don't necessarily need. For example, uh, most tents come with like eight or nine different tent stakes, right? But the reality is most tents can be set up with about four to six tent stakes. So what I always do is I I generally figure out, based on my tent, of course, which, you know, how many tent stakes do I actually need? In my case, I only need six at maximum, six. And I could I could set up my tent really with like two if I needed to. So... I carry six tent stakes instead of the nine tent stakes that the that the tent actually came with. I also uh, eliminate that little tent uh, pole splint thing that comes with so many tents. A lot of, especially high end tents, come with this little splint, so that if you were to break one of your tent poles. Um, you would put the splint on and you could continue using your tent. Now, I have never actually broken a tent pole on any of my bike tours, and I used to carry that splint just in case, but after realizing I've never broken a pole, uh, I finally just said, ah, I'm going to get rid of the splint because I'm carrying it around and I don't need it. So, again, that's like another example. Um, one final example is if you're using... A set of bicycle panniers, there are oftentimes like a bunch of little buckles or buttons or um, pockets that are in the product that you don't actually need. For example, I use a set of Ortlib bicycle panniers, and inside each one of those panniers is like an, a small, flat, internal pocket. And I never use those internal pockets. Never, never, never. And maybe some people do. I don't. So when I get a new set of Ortlip panniers, I take that pocket out. And you can do it. It's pretty easy, actually. I won't explain now. But but I take that pocket out on all four panniers. And after I've done that, 
I hold those pockets in my hand and I realize, wow, that, that's like a pretty significant amount of weight, just those four pockets that are inside my panniers that I never actually use. So I was able to eliminate like a quarter of a pound of, of fabric, basically, from my panniers just by taking that, that pocket out. So those are just a few examples of how you can reduce the overall weight of your touring bicycle. Okay, so a quick summary. The vast majority of touring bicycles weigh 26 to 33 pounds, 12 to 15 kilograms when they're unloaded. Loaded touring bicycles, however, usually weigh 30 to 60 pounds more. That's 13 to 27 kilograms. And that means that a fully loaded touring bicycle can weigh as much as 60 to 100 pounds, or 27 to 45 kilograms. And it's not uncommon for many touring bicycles to weigh over 100 pounds or more. Although I don't necessarily recommend you go over that 100 pound threshold. The lighter your touring bicycle, the faster you're gonna be able to pedal and the easier your bike tour is going to be. To find out the weight of your touring bicycle, simply weigh yourself, then weigh yourself and your bicycle. Take the weight of you and your bicycle and subtract your total weight. That will give you the overall weight of your bike. To reduce the weight of your bicycle, conduct a mini bike tour near where you live and pay attention to which items you're using on a daily basis and which items you're not. If you're not using an item, get rid of it or at least consider getting rid of it. Then go through each and every piece of gear that you're carrying with you, your tent, sleeping bag, clothing, toiletries, etc. Then go through all of your clothing, camping gear, toiletries, etc. and cut off any tags, zippers, or other such parts that are unnecessary and adding to the overall weight of your bicycle. Removing even a small amount of weight from your gear, clothing, and camping equipment can make a significant difference in the overall weight of your loaded touring bicycle and the distances you're ultimately able to cover on your bike tours once you hit the road. Finally, keep in mind that there is no rule as to how much your touring bicycle should weigh. However, like I said before, I suggest you try to keep the weight of your bike under 100 pounds, or about 45 kilograms. Okay, that's all I wanted to say about touring bicycle weights. Now it's time for you to give me your feedback. How much does your touring bicycle weigh? Take a moment right now and weigh your touring bicycle if you have one. Uh, weigh it both loaded with gear and unloaded. Then go to BicycleTouringPro.com and leave a comment and let me know which type of bike you're riding and how much your touring bicycle weighs. Over time, I think it'll be interesting to see the huge variation in touring bicycle weights from the readers at BicycleTouringPro.com. If you have any further questions on how much your touring bike should weigh or which items should or should not be packed on a bicycle tour, be sure to visit my website at BicycleTouringPro.com or pick up a copy of my book, The Bicycle Touring Blueprint, which will teach you everything you need to know about what to pack and how much your bike should weigh for any type of bike tour anywhere in the world. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I am Darren Alf from BicycleTouringPro.com. And I hope to see you out on the road sometime soon.